Thanks, listeners. Hi, everybody. Welcome into the Nostalgia Pit, a podcast formerly known as Ruining Your Childhood, The Pitfalls of Nostalgia. Yes, we've gone through a rebrand. Now, we're a podcast aiming to dissect pop culture, subconscious, and other psychological phenomenon through a hyperbolic and prismatic lens. Hosted by Rob Snow and Colin Cassard, The Nostalgia Pit is available anywhere you find your podcasts. Today, Colin details what happens when you mix youthful mischievousness, too much free time, and an assload of fried chicken. We then talk research chemicals, being dosed on acid, and ride along with Rob as he searches the bowels of the interwebs for a picture of Tom Selleck's scrotum. Hope you're ready. Here we are. Season 2, Episode 1, Chicken Sashimi. Out of the toms, I rise. Oh yeah, you getting squat? Yo, that, that hood shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking classic. You look like a whole other person now. Now that you're ready to go. You like this hat? I just got this hat. It's just like that is the kind of energy we need in this world, man. We need more advocacy for what's right in the world. You know, <laughs> it's like a train conductor's hat. It's like denim. Yeah, it is a denim snapback. Uh, yeah, and I am very proud of it. I mean, tell me, have you? When, when was the last time you saw someone repping Monsanto? You know, I'm literally you never know. one time. You know what I'm uh, do they give those like they probably give those out to farmers, right? So I don't know. This is this was like a like a fifty dollar hat on Etsy or something that my <laughs> homie bought, and it doesn't fit his head. Why did he buy that on Etsy? <laughs> because it's dope. Are you kidding me? He like specifically sought that out. You want to see guess. the other one? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Bayer. Uh, at least Bayer does shit in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bayer the mayor, bitch. Bayer the mayor, bitch. Yeah, he's big pharma, dog. You gotta just wrap big pharma on the hat. Big farm you know and big pharma. Big farm, big pharma. What's up? I hear repping big pharma. Just thinking about walking into a, a co-op with a Monsanto hat. <laughs> Going up to a fucking Sunday uh like farmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be good. Just hella straight face. Go to a farmer's market wearing a Monsanto hat. You don't think people would be angry? You know, somebody would say something. It's not quite as triggering as like a, a MAGA hat or something, but somebody would say something. You don't think it's funny? It's not funny! <laughs> Whoa! Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't think a MAGA hat's funny, uh, but I think a Monsanto hat's funny. Um, uh, I guess it depends on who you are. If you're a fucking organic farmer, you're probably like, what the fuck? You come into my vicinity? You know. I'd be like, dude, where's your denim fucking snapback, dog? I'll buy your denim fucking snapback. Looks as good as this goddamn denim snapback. He furiously drives home, starts creating hats. Yeah, you got to market your fucking farming, dude. You got to market your farming. The marketing is key to every single industry, man. Man Santa. Man Santa. I wish it really said Man Santa. Like they just switched the A and the O. Yeah. Like a, like a misprint. Mansanto. Mansanto. Uh, but the question stands, in my opinion, uh, what the fuck, man? What Etsy shop is creating these and why? I don't think it's an Etsy shop that's creating them. I think he's selling vintage. Oh, I see. You no know, shit, because that's like, you can get a lot of stuff on. You hear that? Hold on. Damn it. I can't do it again. I had like this like. Like the howl that was like on my inhale. It's like, uh, maybe my cat snoring. Like a slow moan. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in trimming, right? Just watching movies, TV shows, podcasts, just in the background and stuff. 
turned on Jaws 3D. Oh, God. Wow. With Dennis Quaid. Oh, Dennis Quaid was in that one. Okay. Young, young D. Quaid. D. Quaid, bro. Yeah, not to be confused with D. Wade. Uh, that movie, it might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not fully paying attention to it, but there is literally a moment that I like Ben pointed out and I had to stop and I had to pause it and I almost started crying. It's like <laughs> oh this wow. fucking dude gets like eaten by the shark or whatever and he's at the bottom of the lagoon and it's just like a, a perfectly bleached white skeleton with this beanie just placed on its head just so perfectly. Are you fucking kidding me right now? No, dude. It's, it's, it's like a amazing. Halloween decoration. Uh, he dude, just dude. drowned. Yeah, yeah. Like literally just drowned. He got digested by this shark and then all of a sudden everything's all jive. No There's like so no good. gore at it. Well, what is it rated? Is it like PG? I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out right now. I'm trying. I just pulled up my uh, my Netflix. The producers probably like looked at that scene and they were like, "Well, there's not going to be any gore in this, is there?" You can't have gore, dude. Okay, and so also, I don't know if you remember Jaws three, but it it, it was in three D, right? Right. And so that was the whole shtick. So there's a bunch of shots in it that are really really bad i bet like just 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 really bad and for the, the sole whole, oh purpose of of coming out of the screen or whatever yes 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 oh my god i found the fucking the shot jesus christ dude <laughs> oh my god your indignation is is making it even more entertaining to so yes about. you are you're correct it is rated pg yeah so they had this like gory scene, but then they couldn't put any gore. So they went to fucking spirit Halloween store. Yeah, dude, this shit is amazing. There's also another shot that I have to pull up that was absolutely amazing. But there's also, you know, so the plot of Jaws 3, right, is there's like this lagoon park that's like underwater. It's like it's essentially SeaWorld. They literally call it SeaWorld. And there's a there's a, a guy who's the mayor of SeaWorld. And he's like telling them that like the shark doesn't matter. It's all good, you know, like. And then there's this scene where Dennis Quaid is like trying to tell like these boaters to get out of the water. And he's just like screaming and fucking having like this this fit and just yelling at everyone and trying to like grab everyone. And it's just he's not getting his point across. He needs to learn how to communicate better. So is it a rehash of the original Jaws except SeaWorld instead of a New England coast town? All I know is that it, I mean, it's still, a, no, it's still a New England coast town. So I, I, so I why really... is there a fucking mayor? <laughs> I imagine the plot revolves around the mayor, like being like, no, we're not going to shut down because there's money to be made. Exactly. I mean, that's what the first one was like, but the first exactly. one like shot super well. Right. And oh, there is some like really bad gore. Oh my God. Oh, there is, but they couldn't. No, no, it's, it, to... it's, it's not technically gore so i have a couple screenshots i'm gonna hell yeah bro put those up. yeah never in my life have i even thought about watching that movie so uh you should watch it well now it sounds kind of entertaining oh this is the movie that has the exploding shark bit in it yeah at the end oh god yeah you remember, when, they, when they when they nuke the shark and then i just fucking yeah <laughs> Just hella unrealistically blows up like really big, but you know that. Like, do you remember? Did you ever see the footage of them blowing up the, trying to blow up that whale that came up on the beach? Oh yeah, and it just rains viscera, just huge chunks, and just fucks cars up and shit. Oh dude, so yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, let's just put some dynamite in this whale. It'll just clear it out. You know, I get their thought process, but uh, like, no, like, don't. I mean, don't do that. That's a bad idea. To think that simply like putting an explosive device into something will, <laughs> will vaporize all of the contents of it, regardless yeah. of like the, the content. It'll just disappear. Out. Yeah, it just it just goes. It's like, hey, you know, you got an oven, you know, it doesn't matter if your steak is uh, is a 10 pound T-bone, you know what I'm saying? Fucking rack of lamb or, you know, or, or a London broil. You know what I'm saying? It all cooks at the same time, same temperature. You know, everything's the same. Cook, cook cooks it's, it's instantly cooked i blow something up it's instantly vaporized everything turns into a mist it's, it's right and uh it's disgusting it 
makes a black hole. Everything goes into the black hole. We don't have to deal with it anymore. I mean, I might have to deal with it, but not in this life. I'll tell you that. Dark matter ain't for me. Huh? We watched Tango and Cash last night. 1989, Sylvester Stallone and Kurt oh, Russell. Yeah, yeah. It is so fucking bad. Oh, God. Ray Tango. How he loves to dance. He waltzes in and takes all my drugs. And then Tango's back out again. Oh, that sounds entertaining, though. Sly yes. and Kurt Russell? That, oh, it's, come on. It's, yeah, it has some wrong. of the worst one-liners ever. And I, the, the greatest part, so it's like the opening scene... And he's chasing down a semi truck that's that's a gasoline tanker, you know, and Classic. he gets he gets him to stop. And he, so he shoots the truck twice or three times and and it comes to a complete stop. And the two dudes fly through the windshield at the same time, just like and it's like breakaway glass, clearly like not a windshield, you know, yeah. just like, OK, that's that's great. They hit the ground in front of Stallone and he's standing there and he he drops Nice of you to drop in, you know. Oh, and then, nice. And then he throws the handcuffs at him. He's like, "You like jewelry?" <laughs> it's just like, wait, so he, he didn't just need a one-liner. He, he had a two-liner. Two one-liners. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god. And that's like, so I tried to watch it with Selena, and at that point, she's like, no, you know. Oh, and so okay, I had to yeah, turn it off. So, yeah. So, I, so I watched it just in the background while trimming, and I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. I mean, I understand the thought process there, too. You know, it's like, what's better than one one liner, one li two, two liners, one liners, a yeah, two liner yeah. is better than a one liner. What's I mean, obviously. Than having sex with one woman. I, I don't know. I live two, two men. That's right. Oh, two men. Oh, yes. OK. Yeah, that's the equation, right? Um, uh, two men dressed as women. Obviously. Oh, darkness. Um, <laughs> yeah. So and then there's a, the other. Why would the truck stop though being did, shot did they shoot the i mean what did they shoot did they, they shoot, shoot the windshield the... twice and then he shoots the tire and it's like wait so but either way that wouldn't like stop them to the point of them no no busting out of the they should have like why would you hit the brakes you're in a fucking semi <laughs> right saying like they would have had to do that and there then is they... so much momentum like we watched terminator 2 like yeah. that semi literally takes out so much shit that's in its way. Right. And it's like they, that, that's all practical effects. They're just running shit down with a fucking semi. Yeah. Semis are giant. Yeah. They're very heavy and made of steel. They're just like, oh shit, he's standing there with a, with a 357 snub nose revolver with six shots that he, that he just shot three of. Yeah. We better hit yeah. the brakes so hard that we fly <laughs> through uh, the windshield when we're it's not wearing seatbelts because we're running from the law. Well, I mean, that makes sense, because if you're a criminal, you're not going to follow the law and wear a seatbelt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I was a criminal on a bicycle, I'm not going to wear a helmet. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I'm saying I've I'm saying I've muled shit before cross country and stuff in my butt. And uh, yeah. Why would you not wear a fucking seatbelt? You wear a seatbelt because you don't want an excuse for people to pull you over because some cops are like, hey, I didn't see you wear a seatbelt. It's like I'm wearing a lap belt. It's a tyranny. You know what I'm saying? They're telling yeah. you to wear a motherfucking seatbelt. I'm hey, not going to do this it. This is my freedom. Okay. My life. I can do what I can do what I, I want. Can do what I want. I can do what I need, what I want, and I have. Nah, 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 nah. Um, seriously, you want me to fucking seatbelt up? Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to vaccinate. I'm not going to seatbelt. Okay. I'm going to fucking do some horse dewormer. Bayer is my fucking sponsor, okay? Bayer. Bayer the mayor. I am not going to wash my hands before I put my contacts in. How about that? How about that? It's my life, my freedom. Okay? So what if I like to eat, you know, unwashed chicken? That's right. You know, I don't like to wash my fruit, okay? I like to eat undercooked eggs. A few weeks ago, my egg bills were through the roof. But not anymore. Because I use my eggs from Cinco Dairy. Fucking stop me. Try and stop me. I like I like Cleo Runny Whites. I got plenty of fucking guns. Come and stop me. I like a lukewarm raw egg. I like a room temperature <laughs> uncooked eggs. You can't That's stop me. Okay. If I want to eat chicken sashimi, I'm going to do it, okay? <laughs> chicken sashimi! <laughs> oh, no. Chicken sushi is... Of the grossest thing I thought about. 
But you know what, man? I would eat a raw chicken if I killed it right then and there. No, you wouldn't. I would just sink my teeth into it. No, you wouldn't. I would. I would. I would do it. No. Can't stop me. (laughs) I got my freedom. Can't stop. So, uh... Also, this podcast that I listened to, The Levitard Show, that I've been telling you about for a while. Uh, Adam McKay called yesterday, I think, and did a deep fake as this guy, the football player who's suing the NFL for religious, religious discrimination uh, because he's a Satanist. And, you know, ah. and it's, it's just like a 15 minute bit of him just like, being like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm no different than you or anyone else. You know, I'm just, uh, I just worship Bilal, the the angry goat god, and just like all the, the great deceiver, and just like, so fucking good, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes of just the these. They've been doing these like deep fakes where Adam McKay just like calls in and just like has his characters and just like pulls shit out of his ass. It's fucking hella funny. Right hey. out of his ass. Hank Azaria did one uh, the other day where the program was called All Star Assist, and he is a basketball scout that is started an app that is like a dating app that finds two uh, uh, athletically gifted people so they can uh, hook up and then create athletic babies, right? That's genius. Yeah, yeah. That's a legitimately good idea. And so Hank Azaria is like talking and he's like this like 60 year old scout from like fucking Long Island. He's just like, yeah, I talk like this. And, uh, you know, I just like to fight. I found a a seven foot four center from Ukraine and hooked him up with a five foot 11 softball player from Tennessee State. And uh, their babies have already got uh, a uh, scholarship offers from uh, North Carolina State and Tennessee. <laughs> just like he's, he's doing shit like that. And you're just like, oh my God. That's good. That's, that's See, that's the danger of satire nowadays, though, is like it's so close. It's like not even, it's basically the truth. It's like, well, yeah, things have yeah. gotten so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about like, doing People are the... literally like going to preschool fucking little league shows or like uh, games and being like, you know, have you thought about what your son's future is going to be like? You thought, like, your son is only hitting 296. It's like, <laughs> it's T-ball. I know. He should be hitting at least 330. At his age? At his age, his OPS should be at least 655, okay? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> your son's worthless. That's just he's four years bad. old and he's fucking worthless. <laughs> his future is done. I've never met someone so worthless. We're going to have to drop your son on his head. He's already six years old. (laughs) Drop him off at the pool. You know what I mean? No, I do have to take a shit, though. Where's your bathroom? (laughs) I promise I won't do any more upper deckers. (laughs) Upper deckers. When was the last time you dropped an upper decker? Oh, like I uh, hide them uh, in there. From my wife. My wife. So this is a regular occurrence. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, thing. yeah, it's like pretty full up in both bathrooms. Just the, the top tank is just full of a it's layer full of, of shit. Yeah. I'm like a little bit ashamed about it, but also I just can't stop myself. Did so. you ever do the cherry bomb in the toilet? Like school back in the day or know anyone, know anyone that did? You know, I never did. And I don't think anybody did. We had smoke bombs, no cherry bombs. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a kid that blew up a toilet in middle school and fucking dude in middle school. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the thing is, you know, by high school, the kids are into drugs more often than not mm. than not. And so the mischievousness dissipates by the end of freshman year, usually. Right. So that's like we were doing such fucked up shit freshman and sophomore year until I started smoking weed. <laughs> like then you're like, this is my life now. Well, it just calms you down, dude. Like before I smoked weed every day, I was working at KFC and A&W, right? Doing the night shift. And my homie uh, would come pick me up and be like, yeah, give me some popcorn chicken and uh, some root beer, right? So I'd get him a, a, a half gallon of draft root beer and a large thing of popcorn chicken. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. And he'd pick me up, you know, because it's like 1 a.m. It's Bellingham. You, there's no fucking bus system or anything like that. Like getting from point A to point B there sucked. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was like, all right, yeah, come pick me up. And then, you know, I'm at KFC and they're just like throwing away like hundreds and pe- hundreds of pieces of chicken a night. Right. And I'm, I'm always like, you know, why can't we give this to some homeless people or something? Right. And they're like they're like, no, because then they'll come back and then they expect it and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. And they're what, like feral and, and cats. And if, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
and uh, and if uh, they get sick, you know, it's it's a liability, and there's just all this bullshit. It's just like, all right, so yeah, you but know, like you, liability on fucking who? Like, what are they yeah, going to go to a the homeless lawyer? person's going to? Yeah, exactly. They're going to sue you. It's actually like what? you know, they think that yeah. You Does that more, happen? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, Nobody I, gives I, a shit about no. homeless people. Uh, clearly not. But so you know, they, you throw away all the chicken every night, and then it just goes in a dumpster that's locked. Um, so I started. We started taking the chicken. And I was just like, you know, I was just like, what do we do? I have fucking 80 pieces of chicken. Like, what are we going to do with it? Right. And so at a decently young age, we were, by this time we were, my, my one buddy that picked me up, he was into like drag racing, race cars and shit. And so he was actually a really good driver. So he's always doing the illegal driving and zipping around and shit, just being hella risky. So we knew that the, uh, the rich parts of town never had police in them at night, you know, because mm. why Why would police be there at night unless right. they get called there? Right. So we would go to the rich parts of town and fucking drive around like 70, <laughs> 70 through the neighborhoods and shit, you know, like. Yeah. And then, you know, one time I had to, these buckets of chicken and I like lean out the window and fucking just huck a chicken breast at a car as we're going past it. <laughs> and we're just like, we all were like, this is the funniest fucking thing we ever thought about. So that created this thing that I, I started with my buddy Elliot, where we were go, we would go chickening. Oh, it's called right. the chickening. I no, like it. Not the chickening. We would just go chickening. Oh, it should have been right? the chickening. And so chickening meant it's driving time around. For the chickening. Yeah, we had my buddy Elliot, and my other buddy Luke. They were like really good drivers, and so they would drive around, and I'd be leaning out the fucking side window, hucking chicken pieces of fried chicken at SUVs or. Uh, trucks that weren't work trucks or like luxury mm -hmm. cars like like we were we were very in like conscious of like who we were going to terrorize you know so you were socially conscious with your chickening exactly yes so it's like oh you got a range rover you got a new range rover just like there's this, there this one time yeah we drove by this house and there's the fucking like new suv like like you know kind of like a commercial like under the light in their nice driveway oh yeah everything that we didn't was drive by at that time and we decided to get bold so i got out uh and you know had a, a bunch of pieces of chicken and just fucking pegged it like hella hard until the car alarm went off and then we bucked it but it was just like this hella funny fucking thing and of course we never get caught because it's the genius of it right is you throw a fucking fried chicken breast and it splatters all over this car and gets all this nasty grease everywhere right yeah and then raccoons and possums are just like, my spidey sense is tingling. So then they wake up the next day, they look at their car, they're like, what the fuck? What the what fuck is, is all over my car? And, the, and you know, there's no like scraps of, of food anywhere because all the animals have come and like taken it because it smells like KSC. And so it was great. And so the one time, the chickening. And so one time we were, because we, we would prank our buddy uh, all the time. And so we went over to his house. He just bought this new, new for him. And his parents were rich, right? But he just bought a, like a 1984 Volvo 240, right? He was all like <laughs> stoked on it and like had yeah. just like, we went over to his house the day before and he was like washing the car and like bragging about it and all this stuff. And so I get picked up that night and we're like, we're going to his house. We full on like, like it was like a waxing of the car, but with chicken, you know what I mean? So we just we just both got up there and we're in his driveway and just like taking chicken and just rubbing it into the car until it like fucking with malice, yeah, with disintegrate, like and just like just fucking wax on, wax like doing just the whole fucking thing. And then we we showed up the next afternoon and he's like just washing his car, like confused as hell, and we're just laughing at him and he's laughing about it too. His car looked just like Tom Selleck's chest. Baby greasy oil. baby oil had bits of hair and whatever else yeah so then the chickening you know got a little out of hand because what happened was my buddies that uh were the good drivers um one night well first off i wasn't working at kfc anymore so i couldn't oh, get see more that chicken. makes the chickening a lot harder right know? and but who's gonna spend like 30 dollars to go chicken some cars yeah and so it you know and so what happened was like we got some like free produce and stuff like oh, that, okay. you know, and then we went less fun, but yeah, tomatoing for a little while. And then one oh, night, tomatoing is good. OK, tomatoing is good, but it's not as good as chickening because chickening will get cleaned up like instantly and it doesn't. And then all that's left is the, the chickening grease. leaves this mystery. Right. Yeah. But because the person finds their car in the morning and they're like, what the hell? 
Right. And, and you know, and if they're looking at it in the right light, they won't even notice. Yeah. And that's the best part about it. But then they look in the other light and they're just, it's just like a fucking gasoline rainbow, you know? <laughs> oh, my car's iridescent now. So it all went down when didn't have the good drivers. And it was me and the kid that I actually chickened his car, you know, like fucking washed his car uh, with the chicken. And he's driving and he's uh, a bit of an idiot, uh, for lack of better terms. Uh, I will, I, well, I'll redact that. I'll say he was very unobservant in his driving at the time. And so we were driving down this hill. He wasn't paying attention to where he was going, slammed into a parked car. I almost uh, went through the windshield. Uh, oh, yeah, it was great. Geez. So that was the end of that. Dude, smashing into a parked car is like the ultimate, like, Dude, wow, you, I'm yeah, stupid. Yeah, you like, yeah, because he's going downhill, right? And it's like a curve to the left, you know, like. And, How can you and, be that and then he distracted, just though? He's just watching what I'm doing. And for me, like, literally, I was hanging out the fucking window. Yeah, I noticed no that he, control. Yeah, I noticed that he's about to smash into this car and I managed to tuck back in. Didn't have time to put my seatbelt on. So he slams into the car and then there's uh, the only reason I didn't go through the windshield is because my knees hit the dash. Ah! Right? And but I but I and so I my head busted the windshield out. So it was like a basketball size, like because it's old Volvo. So the fucking windshield is like a tank. Right. So this yeah. big bulge out there and I passed out because, you know, but the, uh, you had been concussed clearly. And so, yeah, I had glass in my hair and two like skin, like like uh, uh, friction burns yeah. on, on my the top of my knees from where I did yeah. the fucking dashboard. But yeah. And then he was uh, he you know, this is back in the day when he had his permit. Right. Oh, my God. So he didn't even have his full license. I, I still can't, you know, like have people you guys got to leave, you know, oh, it's like no. dude, they're, they're going to know that someone was in the fucking passenger seat. Like, what are you going to do? Like stumble away, like concussed? Yeah. Like, well, I did. I stumbled away, concussed <laughs> and, and went to the you're, fucking you're a good grocery friend, store. Yeah. And, and fucking waited for a ride from another friend. Jesus Christ. Dude, that. Yeah, that guy. Uh, that's that's a special kind of stupid, though. For real. Uh, yeah, let's just say. I could go on with stories about that dude for a long time. Uh, he got very uh, excitable um, at the concept of selling drugs, you know, and, okay. and, and the ego yeah. that came with that. And then that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, just because I'm not going to give all the details. Um, it didn't work out well for 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 the person. And, uh, you know. There was a lot of lashing out from the person, like not blaming other people, but like telling everyone else that they're stupid. And also the person like, you know, dealing white powder in a small town mm -hmm. and just he just built this ego up. So was he like going around bragging about it and shit or what? Yeah. yeah he yeah. got caught. Yep. Not surprising at all. Yeah. I mean, but he's not in anywhere right he's now. the guy that runs into a parked car he shouldn't be uh dealing with illicit substances in a small town yeah it's like hey i drove into this parked car while it was sitting there and i almost <laughs> killed my friends uh, now i'm gonna go buy like five pounds of cocaine oh my god from connor and from connor connor's cocaine Comporium. ladies and gentlemen come on down to connor's we got a <laughs> sale tonight Woo! grand opening <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, come on down to Cutter's Cocaine Comporium. That's it, Comporium. Comporium, the new, <laughs> the new sex shop from Connor's Emporium. Hey, this is a sexual emporium. Sexual, yeah. Come get a dildo. Hey, hey uh, come get your rocks off and then get a coke rock. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Sniff it and slap it. <laughs> Next door to Connor's Emporium. Connor's Comporium. He's got a whole franchise, bro. He's got, he's branching out and shit. A franchise, if you will. Will you? If you will. You don't have to. Yeah, okay. If you want. All right. Yeah, this time. If, 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 if you want. New from Starco BS Inc. Freeze-dried water. Just a few granules will make a teaspoon of water. I was trapped on a mountainside. It was my darkest day. I was severely dehydrated when suddenly I remembered I had a packet of freeze-dried water in my pocket. Wow! 
Starco BS Inc. Survival Management Division's chemists have been doing science so you don't have to. The fire was burning out of control and the plumbing was off, when suddenly I remembered about the industrial-sized tub of freeze-dried water we had. We only lost the kitchen and 76% of my skin. All it takes to activate the granules is a teaspoon of water. That's right, freeze-dried water can be yours for the low price of $9 per pound. Wait, it takes water to activate it? How much water does a teaspoon of water make? If you don't have multiple PhDs, you might want to take advantage of the Starco Business Service Inc. Survival Management Division Certified Chemical Engineer expertise. Or you can be like this incredulous asshole and miss out on our life-saving new product. Hey, excuse me, how is it life-saving if- Call now to get your Starco Business Service Inc. Survival Management Division Militia brand freeze-dried water now. Starco Business Servicing Survival Management Division Militia Brand Freeze Dried Water. What the? F yeah, man. Uh, yeah, fucking Dylan Coke, man. It's pretty cool. It's pretty yep. fucking cool, man. That's hella cool, bro. Makes me feel good about myself, and everybody loves me because of it. I love the Coke. Fucking, it's just a good time. Yep. So good. So good right now. Look at, look at And like what? Prison, what? Five, 10 years, 15 years? Oh, no, no. The key is you don't have to go to prison because, because, you know, you know what I mean? Because it's everyone else's fault? Yes. Because you have rich parents and <laughs> they can hire a good lawyer? Yes. And they always want the guy <laughs> above you. Oh. Hey, if you don't want to go to jail, you could just tell us who, you know, you've been getting all this cocaine from and then you can go home. So you just snitch it up, snitching it up, baby, snitch it up. Come on, darling. Ooh, mama, snitch it up. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Look, I don't want to. I I don't want to get into the coke game. All right, man. So just stop pressuring me. I'm I'm I don't want to do it. Okay. All right. Um, like I'm sick yeah, of I've this every fucking week, man. I'm sorry, dude, but I mean, I did already send something in the mail. It should be arriving today. So I thought that was anthrax. I put on my gloves. I went and got it tested. I haven't got oh. the results back, but I, that you should have told me you were sending something, man. I mean, why do you think I got Bayer hats? Well, the FBI you know has it now, so. No, I mean, I got it from them. Throw your hands in the Bayer. I even like you just on Bayer. <laughs> Uh, what does Bayer sell? Ibuprofen or some shit? Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of the acetaminophens. Bayer for, uh, back pains and cramps and shit. Oh, aspirin. Aspirin, dog. They're, they're good for aspirin. So the whole point of the story of being an idiot, right, was that all of this stupid behavior of chickening and everything stopped <laughs> when we started smoking weed. Right. Because it was just like, just well, didn't want, you didn't need to leave the house. Well, it was just like, well, we, I mean, we we would smoke weed and play music. Like my buddy had a, a, a they called it the rec room, you know, but it was like a, a little extra building on his property and his brother, older brother was in a band and he he played music too. So they had like instruments in there and you could go out and jam out and they had a foosball table and shit. Dude, having yep. a friend with like an outbuilding. Dude, so dope. So good when you're in high school. Fucking amazing. Oh my God. Or even just like a garage with some couches in there. Fuck yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. I lived there for a while. Um, yeah, so I, I, I moved out. I was homeless for a little bit. Right. I probably only slept on like the streets for like a week before my friend's parents were like, what the fuck is going on? Because I'm still in high school at this point. Yeah. And they're like, dude, you can't you can't do that. Like, you're going to come stay with us. So I had. Thank God for that. Yeah, for real. I mean, this is the thing about like being homeless in a small community. You know, it's like the, the yeah. word spread pretty quickly. But I had about three friends families three or four friends families that i was bouncing around pretty regularly between for a couple months and then that guy that i was staying at his rec room uh his dad one day sat me down his dad's hella tight uh former writer actually he wrote like uh, for hollywood shit i should talk to him sometime oh shit um and he just he just chilled at home and traded stocks all day <laughs> chill ass dude might as well. Yeah, like he, I should have fucking just been sitting there learning from him, like realistically, yeah, right. like fucking writing <laughs> stocks. Like, dude, the, yeah. the guy had the fucking life down, right? You would have been like way ahead. So ahead. Point. I mean, his, his, 
Yeah, I do, I always gravitate towards intelligent people because they're fascinating. But yeah, so point is, he sat me down really one like day. Dumb people because it makes me feel smarter, and they say really entertaining things. This makes me feel so much better. Entertaining dumb is a beautiful thing. I right. agree to that. Uh, but that being said, he sat me down and was like, "Yo, dude, uh, you you can't live here anymore, and I'm not trying to like make you homeless again, but like you have a dad, and so you need to like." you know, go guilt him or something into mm -hmm. like helping you get an apartment. And then so that's what, it, that's what I did. I was, I called my dad up and I was like, yo, you motherfucker, <laughs> you let me get abused for, you know, three and a half years. I've been homeless now. Like you're going to put this fucking down payment down on this house. God damn right. And so not on the house, but yeah, so I got an apartment. And so junior and senior year, I had my own fucking apartment. You had your own outbuilding. I had my own apartment. And so I was selling weed out of it and fucking having parties and letting other people sell weed out of it and shit. You had a crime organization is what you I did. had. I did. You had a fucking criminal syndicate. Yeah. And ring. we can talk about this now because it's past the, uh, you know, <laughs> the Rico. Uh, well, statute of limitations. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's so much fucked up shit that went on there, dude. Like, cause my family had history with drugs, but no one had ever talked to me about them, but just seeing my brothers and all the fucked up shit that they did. Like my brother came to live with me for a while and he was doing heroin in the bathroom and just like, Jesus fuck. Yeah. Like, like, like shooting heroin, not, not that fucking, not smoking intense. it. Yeah. Cause people smoke it. They'll snort it. That's one thing. But like when you're banging it into the vein, right? Shit's fucked up. I think putting anything in your veins is so intense, man. Like any drug. Yeah. You give me an IV and I'm okay. But like, yeah, that's about it. Like fucking meth, people would shoot that into their speedballs and shit. Jesus. Yeah. So, brothers doing hella heroin. That is so bad. Yeah, my mom was uh kind of out of my life by like five or six because she was in jail for I think like prescription fraud, like trying to get pills mm. and shit, you know. And so, I had this, you know, this ideology that you know it's like okay, heroin's bad. Pills are bad. You know, Coke is just crazy. Like I could just kind of see, it just never made sense to me. But no one ever told me about hallucinogens. So I was all like, the moment, mm -hmm. you know, someone came along with like, hey, you ever tried mushrooms? I was like, you know, and I got all fucking curious. And then, From the earth? Yeah, and then research chemicals. I actually smoked 5-MeO-DMT before I smoked weed because research chemicals were so like easily available. Yeah. There was this kid in our high school that was just buying fucking bags of shit. Because it's not Because it wasn't, because it was legal. You just, just like, yeah, you want some synthetic mescaline? You want some synthetic fucking, you know, uh, Molly? You want some synthetic MDA? You want some, <laughs> right. just all sorts of crazy and, shit. And if the DEA or whatever organization deems that illegal, you just change like one molecule, you can sell that. That's yeah, legal. yeah, it's a lot harder now. Uh, but there was, there was a sweet spot when we were in high school for research chemicals, and it was just, yeah, we, yeah, we were doing hella crazy research chemicals. I had fucking ridiculous access to acid and mushrooms. It was stupid. And I watched multiple people, including my best friend, uh, slip into drug-induced schizophrenia. Uh, yeah. So when I think back on it, I'm like, dude, there's some fucked up shit going on. And I've also thought about it that, like, if I saw the shaman dudes that we used to, like, think they were hella cool, I'd probably like talk hella shit to them and like want to beat them up because like essentially I was thinking back on it and like these dudes are just going around dosing people because they thought it was funny right right like that's what they did to me when they gave me the fucking cheese it you ever tell you that story uh nah I don't think so yes it's Halloween and I'm Jerry Garcia for Halloween having a party at my apartment palace in the sky that that one that I was telling you about and homie comes over and he just hand, he's just you know didn't call just showed up and you know i was i was okay with that with a couple people uh that were like my plugs and dude hands me a cheese it and i'm just like how many hits are in it or how many hits are on it and he's just like oh one. Oh no and so i put it in my mouth and eat it and the whole fucking thing is soggy right shit oh god and so i was higher than i've ever been in my life that night because i would already was on mushrooms when he handed it to me but it's just like that literally that's that's how you create drug-induced schizophrenia yeah, man. If you have you know, the genetic preconditions or whatever. Even if you don't have genetic predisposition and you get high enough and you're in the wrong situation, it can crack. I have anxiety. Like, it definitely 
didn't give me schizophrenia, but it worsened my anxiety by like tenfold. And uh, like, I remember the moment when my anxiety just like, it was like a dial. It was just like, I was like high on acid in the car. And I was like, no one is responding to me like fast enough or something. Like, I just thought I was like, I just all of a sudden wasn't on the same like level as everyone else. Right. Man. Yeah, that shit sucks, man. Cause like you just, you can't escape your fucking mind. That's you're trapped in there all the time. Yeah. So if it's really bad in there, like, what can you do, man? Like, yeah. you can't do shit. And so these dudes are hanging out with all these kids that are in, like, either tumultuous or non-existent, per, like, parental guidance, you know, and just do, giving them, like, absurd amounts of drugs because they think it's funny. Are they, like, considerably older or are they the same Yeah. Age? Yeah, yeah, they're they're oh, like so they're predatory they're, as fuck. Yeah, predatory they're as to, shit. Like, pollute the the youth. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. These are these are white dread fuckers. Yeah, that are the like, wooks. they're wooks. They're 100 wooks. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like if I like saw them now and be like, hey, dude, how's it going? Just slap the fucking shit out of them. You know what I mean? And then just like that's for, like slap in the face. Be like that's for Orion. Slap in the face. That's for Elliot. Slap in the face. That's for Jake. Because I fucking watched three of my friends go fucking insane because of you, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like yeah, you know what I mean? It's like maybe yeah. I'm a little vindictive or you know have some stuff about it, but you know it is crazy to think, up. man. If I was 16 or 17, those like wooky shaman type people who wear trippy hoodies and mm -hmm, have dreads, mm -hmm, I would have mm -hmm. been like, damn, bro, it's so fucking cool, man. Yeah, dude, they're like they're yeah, on they some have... other level. They get shit at a cosmic level. But then now, as like a 34 year old man, I see him and I'm like, oh my fucking god, give me a break. Just like you, like fucking... you literally aren't like on any higher level than anyone else. No, you're on a lower level because you think you're on a higher level. And that's what it comes down yeah. to. The, the moment you think you're on higher planes, you're just, you're digging. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, you're looking up, but there's a mirror above you and you don't realize it. Damn, bro. That's fucking psychedelic imagery right there. You know? Oh my God. I'm seeing things. In my mind. Oh, there he goes <laughs> into Tom Selleck land. <laughs> I'm going to write a short story about Tom Selleck's chest being like a magical kingdom that you can disappear into. And it has its own rules. Do it. Um, and then if you like, if you look at it for too long, you like disappear into it. It's like a, ma it's like a magic, uh, <laughs> yeah. a magic mirror or something. Yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Let me see Tom Selleck's balls. Come again. Whoa. Hey. I bet you could find a picture of Tom Selleck's balls online. I mean. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Just the idea of Tom Selleck's balls is infinitely funnier than act. Are you just looking it up? Yeah. I don't want to see Tom Selleck's scrotum. Okay. Well, there's a lot of baseballs. You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> Tom Selleck. He got like more handsome as he got older, you know. He did, mean? yeah. So uh, I was gonna say silver fox, but he's not silver at all here. Uh, he didn't get silver, but he definitely dyed that shit. He wasn't really like jet black hair. Come on, no, dude, that's natural. That shit right there <laughs> is natural. You could, yeah, one hundred percent. He wasn't dying it then. He might have been dying it later. I uh, later, yeah, for sure. What an iconic guy. Yeah, I can't find him. Damn. Did you search Tom Selleck's scrotum? Scrotum kebab. Oh, good idea. Yeah. It's going to fuck with your uh, scrotum. Your scrotum. Uh, let's see. There's like not very many Google uh, results here. So, ah, uh, shit. Ball sack, nut sack. Tom Selleck's nut sack. I can't believe that. You know, but it makes sense. I guess it would have been. I can't believe what? just see a man's testicles online it's just i'm used to you know if you want to see something online you'll find it uh but not anymore. he was before that time so you know i search for shit online all the time and it just it, it doesn't exist anymore because of search engine optimization I fucking oh i know hate i hate that shit bro. search engine optimization dude. it blows my mind i'll type in the exact phrase exactly. that i'm looking for that i know is in the movie or yep song or whatever and, and you just get 10 ads and yeah. fucking like oh did you ads. mean this rihanna song and then it's like yeah exactly it's some major pop song from like this year and then and then it's like uh seven results and i'm like there's no fucking way the internet which is like infinite infinite has seven results that match my query 
There's yeah, no fucking way, just, man. It's so stupid. Like, Selena was walking around and she's been hanging out uh, or working in the northwest uh, side of Portland at this uh, Nike building mm -hmm. called the Bodecker whatever. Uh, it's got a skate park in it and like roof oh, access. Nice. It's hella cool, right? But she's been she was walking around the other day trying to find some food. Uh, walked by a Thai restaurant. Was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in an order for this you know Thai restaurant. And she searches it, puts in the order. It's like 45 minutes. She's like, all right, I'll kill some time. Kill some time. Goes in there a little early. It's like, hey, I put in this order, and they're like, that's a different restaurant, <laughs> oh, right? No. And so she searched the name. But search engine optimization pulled up a restaurant by the same name in San Jose, California. Oh, fucking God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, that's not optimization. That's the exact opposite. That, that's Exactly. It's like, that's not even good for the business. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm advertising to Portland, Oregon, to this person that's like, Selena has no connection to San Jose. I have right. connection to San Jose because I fly into there all the time, but I'm not hanging out in San Jose. Like, why would, yeah, why would they? That's And so it was just, weird. it's like, what? I fucking hate the internet now, dude. It's Well, just, at, the, at a certain point, algorithms just kind of do their own thing and it doesn't even like help humans at all. Well, algorithms, people doing are stupid. They're just like, oh, an algorithm, it's going to just make everything better. And it's like, right. Well, actually, an algorithm does what you want it to. Do you understand that? Like, But you have to have like an intention and a goal. Exactly. Like YouTube is a goalless, intentionless algorithm that doesn't help creators. It doesn't help advertisers, really. It's just going. It's just like no, I mean, you could doing its pay, own you thing. Can, you can pay it to help out. But still, it's it's a lot better than any social media well just like what it uh or spotify or what it like suggests to you you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's like bizarre it all like funnels into like one place that like it does pretty good about suggesting to you stuff based off of what you have watched and not based off of what is popular yeah you know what i mean it because can be, yeah spotify even like they'll be like oh you know they use these playlists like based off of what you've listened to and then like they'll be like hey check out this new music and it's like stuff that you have no interest in whatsoever <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. i don't like justin bieber i've down thumbed a lot of his songs like i'm sorry i don't like him they're like but, but this one Do you remember the the whisper song? By the oh movie? yeah, that was so big for a minute. Wait, do you see my dick? Wait, yeah, there was like a few dick. of them. There was like a whole thing. It was like a well, that was that was the that was the one, yeah. And then it started the like whisper trend. Yin Yang twins, twins. did it. Did mm -hmm. one and uh, who else? Uh, Everyone else was a biter though. That's the thing. That's how always it always is, you know. It's like crunk, you know what I mean? Like little John was doing some shit, and then everybody else was like, "Oh shit, okay, well this is now this is what we're doing." Well, that's because crunk was actually a big thing in a, in Atlanta and had been for a while. But it it's like how hyphy was a big thing in the Bay, right? And then it comes in and it hits pop for a little bit and then dissipates, and people are like everyone tries to do it for a exactly. moment. Exactly. Like, do you remember when "Blow the Whistle" by Too Short came out? Yeah. You know they can't play on my court, can't hang with the big dogs, stay on the porch, blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Yep. Blow the whistle. And everyone is fucking like all of a sudden they're like girls in fucking ref outfits with whistles and shit. Yeah, short bro. shorts and you're just Remember like, the the for some reason there was like a bunch of people doing like workout style music videos where it was like a faux workout video mm -hmm. because like Kanye did one and like there was like a bunch of them. I don't know if I've told you about the the shaping of the sexuality, but uh, pretty sure aerobics class shaped my sexuality. That's all I can say. About that. <laughs> being in the being in the pen, uh, the daycare pen, while my mom was in aerobics class. <laughs> yeah, I have some memories. That was hot, man. The, the fetishization of clothes. Yeah, Clo of, totally. of of clothing items. You 100%. know what I mean? Yeah, there is like there's a a girl can be you know a beautiful, 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 and then she puts on glasses, and to me, I'm just like, <sighs> yeah, you know, I, just, I, I have a thing for glasses. I don't know. No, totally. I've noticed a lot of times where like 
if a woman is just naked in the natural world, you just kind of get used to it. And you're like, oh, it's just like a, a body. But yeah. if they're wearing like a, a very specific set of items of clothing that reveals a lot, but not everything, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, what are it's, you hiding? What are you hiding? Yeah, no, it's- I it's, want to know what's underneath. Even though you do, and it doesn't matter. Even though you do. Like, and it doesn't matter. a bajillion times. Yeah. Uh, it never it's gets great. old though. It, no, well, hopefully it never gets old. That's when you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that, you know, Selena and I are just kind of, we marvel at every now and then, you know, we have sex and it's been like seven years or not seven years, it's been five years. Um, and it's just like, well, it's still really good. Yeah. yeah. And then we just high Isn't five. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. You just high five. I'm just like, oh, yeah. got it. I've been uh, married for two years in a monogamous relationship for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sometimes I'm like, is it, is there anything there anymore? Like it. And then it happens. We have amazing sex and it's like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's all there. Yeah. We're just, it's everything's just perfect. It's yeah. great. It's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. That's the, the hard part about, being in a like in a in a truly long partnership, not a relationship, but a partnership, is that you know, you just both have to be like okay with like going through the mood, not not the mood swings, but the mood yeah. like roller coasters, yeah. and just like being supportive of each other. And it can seem like when you're like like Selena and I had a a little bit where I was you know super busy um, dealing with like some bullshit anxiety and, and depression um I was having anxiety attacks post work and then she's like working a bunch and yeah you have that like moment where you're like are we drifting apart yeah totally. we're not drifting apart we're just you you're running parallel is what yeah. you realize and yeah. it's always nice to you come back you intersect for a while you know you yeah know it's I mean? crazy you know what i mean <laughs> you intersect for a little bit yes yes yeah. i do yeah uh yeah it's crazy man like uh you'll it's being in a long-term partnership like you're saying where you're really actually like you care about each other and shit and it's not just sex or whatever it's kind of runs the gamut of different relationship types mm -hmm. you know sometimes it's like familial sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like your best friends or roommates mm -hmm. sometimes you're like you know what i mean it just runs the gamut it's just like when you're first together with somebody it's all about like sex and excitement and the novel phase. Exactly right. Novel, unique experiences you're, mm -hmm. you know, uh, experiencing together. But then after a while, it's like, you know, you take on all these other types of relationship statuses. And sometimes it gets a little uh, confusing as to where you're at. You know, it's like, damn, are we just like friends or like, are we even? But then, like you said, you intersect and it's like, oh, no, we're good. Yeah, then you high five. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. You <laughs> just need to be like comfortable with it not always being that. I think a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that. They want that honeymoon phase all the time. Well, it's because it's the best. I mean, <laughs> it's know, amazing. Right? Everyone loves the honeymoon phase because you're not focused on anything else. Like literally nothing yeah. matters. The world yeah. can be burning around you. It's the whole oh, point yeah. of Romeo and Juliet. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's it nothing fucking matters. And that's great, but you know, that's just not real. It's not sustainable for damn sure. Yeah. And, you know, when we watch movies and stuff, you know, it's always is the honeymoon phase is the it's the one that people like a lot of the time they care about. They want to touch. I mean, the adrenaline, the dopamine rush. Yeah. The serotonin, all of those fucking hormones, you know, feels but great. Then, yeah. People, it wears off and people are just like, oh, I'm just a piece of shit and I don't want to deal with my problems. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty but you have to deal with my problems. And you, why aren't you fixing my problems? Why? Why aren't you fixing that? Why won't you fix me? Why aren't they fixed yet? <laughs> and that's how, and then all of a sudden you get divorced. And so yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah, the, the biggest problem when relationships happen is people are like, oh, we're in a relationship now. You have to support me. Or, or you know, it's like we support each other. And it's like, that's even tough. You know what I mean? Because it's like, no, you guys got to kind of support yourselves still. Right. right. But, but, you know, cross path, intersect periodically and that's what selena and i i feel like have been doing pretty good at it's like i'm i'm doing my my school school path she has been building her business she's fucking crushing it and it's it, it, it's it's benefiting both of us and we're both going to be in a better place soon right it's good yeah dude you need to uh you need to be your own support system you need to be your own 
independent person if you're going to have a really successful partnership? No, actually, the key is to, to uh, it's <clears throat> the real key to happiness is kin, kindred to Voldemort and his horcruxes, right? Oh, you have okay. to split your happiness up. You have to break yes. it into yes. seven pieces and embed them in various not items but people people right and, and and some items too maybe some items sure yeah yeah definitely definitely put your happiness into or some maybe items. even some abstract concepts uh, belief even, systems like, or, or media yes. belief systems yes. sure That's right that kind so, of yeah, shit you too. break your happiness and embed yes. it into pope john the third's ass <laughs> it is ass <laughs> Have you ever heard of that like chair that has the cutout? Uh, so when the Pope sits down, his his scrot hangs, and then they can like look underneath and be like, okay, he's still got his scrot. Because there's like this woman who impersonated a man and became Pope or something. <laughs> and when they found out, they were like, this will not do. We must see the scrot. We must see the scrotum of the Pope every day, henceforth for the rest of time. Sir, are you still a man? <laughs> yes. Good. Continue. I must see your ball sack. I just like the concept of like anytime he's like about to give a speech, they're like, hold up. You know, security guards are like checking for bombs and stuff. And then one dude's just like underneath the. <laughs> All right, let me see him, sir. You know the drill. Let me see the he's jewels. Just, he's, he's just like. God damn it, Greg. God damn it, Greg. I still have my bloody balls. They haven't gone anywhere since last you Thursday. Him, yeah, you checked them four hours ago. <laughs> I'm beginning to think this isn't about gender at all. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I came up with a song idea. Yeah. Super effeminate German, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and the song's called Pool Party. Okay. Right. And he's at a pool party and he's looking for his homie. Right. And so he's on the phone. Mm hmm. And he's just like, I'm at the pool party. Where are you? You know, and just like, and then they're like conversing on the phone. Mm. And his buddy's like, I'm at the pool party. You know, and like, blah, blah, okay, blah. And then it's, it's sounding good know, so far. Right, right back and forth. And he's just like, he's like, well, where are you? You know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm by, you know, the Louis, the ice elephant, the diamond elephant sculpture. You know, just yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just like, they're just like, oh, well, I'm by the uh, pool filled with crystal, you know, just like, <laughs> just like, oh, well, you know, I, are you by, you know, and they're like this item and it's just like them just describing absurdly extravagant things. Like, yeah, back, yeah. are you by this or by this, right? And just like there, and then they find out that they're at different pool parties. <laughs> yes. And then that's just it. Oh, it's that's just, good. I'm at the pool party. That's what I want to start trying to do is like come up with songs and then just be like, pitch them to artists. Oh, there you go. And then get writing credits. You got to write one about Tom Selleck's scrot. Tom Selleck, your scrotum is great. Like we've all seen the stash. It's impressive. But what about the scrot, man? What we've about all seen the stash, but we want to see the scrot. Trying to look at that scrot, baby. <laughs> That. Let's vote on the scroll. See, uh, the way you get vibrato, I don't know if you know this, but yeah. uh, the way Aaron Neville Shake got his vibrato, it was by vigorously. shaking his head. It started like a bobblehead. <laughs> hey. well. yeah. So you just got to gyrate your neck. Well. <laughs> yeah. No, little, I think that's a that's, fact. I think that's right. Little Honestly. known fact Eddie Vedder is just a disembodied head. The body is just an illusion. So do they have to, does a guy carry the head around and just kind of shake it? No, it just, it, it's, it's like, is it it's, floating? Like the fan, it's like the phantom limb in oh. uh, Venture Brothers, you know, he's just like, you can't see that, but the body is like there in like, yeah. in essence, you know what I mean? And he's just shaking. So he, it just, he walks around and, and we just see this illusion of a body. Because our mind can't perceive the fact that it's just a head, like it. Yeah. You know how uh, there are like there are like uh, times when the brain can't conceive what it's seeing, and so it fills in mm -hmm. uh, uh, details. Yeah, yeah, that's like that. Uh, man, being in musical theater in high school was hilarious because like all these kids were trying to find their vibrato, you know, and like. <laughs> I think the most bold way to go about it is to just not worry about vibrato at all. There was like some kids who just had absolutely no vibrato and didn't give a shit. They were like, well, 
I'm singing. And it's just like, oh, well, hey, that's one way to go about it. I mean, but then the other attempts at finding vibrato were hilarious. There's some people were all up in their throat, like, here I'm singing to you. Yeah, I figured out. I mean, I took choir uh, while I was high on acid every class. Oh, except the first one. That seems like you in probably wouldn't do that well. In that uh, to me, I didn't do that well, but I mean, the, the information <laughs> stuck. Like, I understand the difference. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Like, I'm not a good singer, but like, I understand a lot of the singing concepts. But I've also been like dabbling in music forever. Being high on acid in high school sounds like a miserable fucking time to me. It was, I, I mean, I dropped out. Yeah. I just, I don't know how you could even achieve anything. Uh, I'll tell you that I, some classes were easier. Some classes were impossible. Physics for me on acid was the most difficult thing I've ever experienced. I can only imagine. Uh, but my other buddy who was high on acid was crushing physics and he was a year younger than me while the in fuck? the same class. I was like, God. but how? Cause it takes such ordered thinking cause you're doing math and logic. But LSD doesn't it's not disorganized you know what i mean mm, it is for me i can't put two and two together to save my life on acid like orders of operations are basically fun. like for the whole trip uh maybe not the whole trip yeah i was gonna say because i mean that makes sense for the come up you know for like a couple hours but then, then you get into that mode where you you're like because acid you're high for minimum 12 hours right and so you yeah. know like there's so many different phases of the high that is but if you're true. anything past the peak you know what i mean you're just like you're in it but you're on it right right you know what yeah I mean? that's true if you climb up there and fucking grab hold and yeah. really ride it out like we used to do acid and play tony hawk pro skater underground <laughs> <laughs> and Classic. my buddy yeah my, yeah underground for ps2 uh the second best one of all time i think number two is the best underground was second best and number one is the third i'm gonna rank them that being said skate three is better than them. skate three is that the one that has like you have to use all of the buttons to control the body or you use the joysticks yeah and so you're using the joysticks as the feet and you snap yeah them that stuff. shit's crazy man it's i could not hang of that Oh, yeah. And once you got a hang of it, though, it made perfect sense if you skateboarded because you're just yeah, like, oh, you know, I'm flicking it like I would flick my foot when I'm doing a three flip. Right. And like it just it just all makes perfect fucking sense. And so they conceptualized it and they made it hella good. It's crazy that they haven't made a new one. Yeah, it's been forever. Yeah. Skate three was PlayStation three and we're on PlayStation five. Damn. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah, they're really they're really fucking hard. I've been out of the video game game for quite some time. Uh, I'm too deep into it still, and I don't like it, but I do like it. So this is this is my dilemma, right? I love video games, and I like to play them. That being said, they're not fulfilling to me, right? Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of other things that I want to do that I don't do because I like playing right. video games. See, that's why I never got a video game system after my Xbox got stolen. Because I was like, wow, I have all this time to do all this other shit that I want to do. And I just know that if I got, because I used to binge hard mm -hmm. to the point where it's like unnecessary. Like oh, I'm yeah. just like fucking walking around the streets of Grand Theft Auto 4, just I mean, like it's following fun, the traffic law. It's so fun. But <laughs> But it's like, yeah, what am I doing? I just get so high and just like, like if any car hits me, I'm going to break their face open. You know, I'm gonna um, pull them we out used to play this. Them up. We used to play Grand Theft Auto and do this. We had this game called Frogger that we would play. OK, but it's just so you'd go to the freeway, like the, the biggest part of the freeway. And you just, you know, get in first person view. This is when they released first person view. And you couldn't look either way. And you just had to run straight. And <laughs> however many times you could run across the freeway was your count. 
That's like, you, know, you'd just be getting blasted from the side. Like sometimes you'd die instantly. Sometimes you'd get through, but it was always this. Just see that shit is fun as fuck, but also a gigantic waste of time if you're trying to get other shit done. So yeah, I just know that like the video games they have right now, I love. Like what do they call where you can just like roam around free, free world? Uh, yeah, yeah, open world. Open world. I love yeah. open world games, and they have so many options now. I mean, the fucking space one that's procedurally generated. I would yeah. play that for fucking weeks. Yeah, that one's too deep, though. It's, I would it's, play, it's, dude. I would go exactly. All that, the that's way. the problem. Like Dax is still like life. you know, yeah, he's he's still playing it years later. Right. I actually don't know that. I don't. I don't. I'm not on Facebook, so no, he is. I yeah, believe it. I was just like, I, I why would he stop? I would um, waste yeah, my life away. For me, you got Grand Theft Auto Five is is absurd. I want to play that so fucking uh, bad. Red Dead Redemption Two. I want to play is, that so fucking bad is even better and then there's this one it's called ghost of tsushima oh. where it is about uh feudal samurai japan being invaded by mongols and it is oh, god damn yeah in the late 1800s i want to say and um it's actually two islands that are real right and it's like yeah. in between japan and korea there's a couple islands that are still mm -hmm. part of Japan and it's like based on, you know, a true story and stuff, but you get to explore the whole fucking island and they just released a an expansion pack and it's another little island and it's just, it's, it's, oh, it's dude. so dope. You're that like going around climbing shrines. You, you, uh, have to honor, um, various animals. There's like foxes are super respected. And then when they release the expansion, they have a deer sanctuary, a cat sanctuary and stuff. And so you're like, playing the flute for these cats and they're all cute running like around <laughs> you and they have to go murder some mongols and it's just come like, on bro so fucking dope. i would play the shit out of that yeah or I did. death stranding i would lose my life yeah I that game's pretty all tight. of my life there's nothing going on in that game and i would love it 